It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We spent weeks talking about what could derail a potential tournament run for the Auburn Tigers, and we were all wrong. Let's talk about it. I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm, and I am, I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, joined by Auburn message board legend, Charlie Five Minutes. Minutes after Auburn falls in the round of 32 to the Miami Hurricanes, 79 to 61. And man, there's no other way to put it. That was that was tough to watch, Charlie Five. That was a tough one. That's under that's an understatement. That's an understatement. You kind of feel I mean, it's like you just felt it coming and we couldn't do anything about it. Got real panicky. Um had a couple of uh, a bright spots there towards the uh, middle to the end of the first half. And you're like, okay, we just played the worst half of basketball we could possibly play, and we're only down one. Kessler right. played four minutes. Uh, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. And then they came out and scored six straight points, or maybe eight straight points. And, Too many. Uh, man, just couldn't uh, – then, then it was just over. We, could, we, couldn't, we couldn't make layups. We couldn't um, – just didn't have turn the ball over. We just didn't have that guy that could just go get a bucket. I think I think uh, KD had a pretty good game, uh, the get, kind of game that you need to have um, to to be able to win tournament games. But right. you had probably collectively, not collectively, you definitely had the worst games that Jabari and Kessler had had all year. Worst two games in times when you can't have it and, individually and or. Or just both. as a tandem. Individually and combined. The worst games you could ever possibly have. They both had them. Kessler didn't make a shot uh, from the floor. And Jabari was like two of like 18. And a lot of it was like point blank range. Uh, maybe three because he hit that three, three down, down there at the end. So, yeah, it was uh, – boy, it was tough. It was it was tough. Yeah, and, you know, one of my – um one of the other Locked On hosts sent me a text like right before the game and was like, Jabari, 18 and a half. That's that's a good bet, right? And I'm like, yeah, I think so. I think he's going to have to have it. Yeah. And it's just, it didn't. It didn't happen. And so yeah. just the way this goes, it's such an outlier from the rest of the season. And, you know, people brought this up, and there, there was a few times where like, I don't think the stat really matters. But, you know, everybody loved hanging their hat on the fact that Auburn hadn't lost a game by more than 10 points this season. Every loss was close. Every loss was so competitive just because they were fighting and clawing and, you know, they never allowed the other team to gain that much separation from them. Or they just clawed back when it mattered most and just that relentless force that they had. Get you some of that 20 points or 19 or whatever it was. Dang close. Yeah. We just got smoked by. Dang close. And so, you know, I I just don't think this team ever felt – anything close to what they're feeling right now because it's a combination of you know they they never got their butt whooped I mean their first two losses were in overtime and so you know they just never really felt that and then you know they're having to feel it for the first time when their season's over like I I just I hate it for them I mean and there's so many just lovable people on this team it's just they're really hurting right now yeah 
I mean, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. And, um, I mean, there, there's going to be a lot of guys that feel like, you know, they could have played better. And I, and this is, this will be the end, uh, end for them or the end of their season. And it goes out on you. You didn't, you don't feel like you lost because you got beat. You feel like you just played just atrociously. You shoot 30% from the field, uh, 19% from three uh 73 percent from the free throw line which isn't terrible but even jabari was only three of six from the free throw line i mean right uh it's crazy he had 10 points and 15 rebounds i mean he played hard he just couldn't get anything to fall uh kessler that's one of the worst uh performances i think i've ever seen uh I, definitely that i've ever seen him play and and he played a, a lot of minutes i think he probably played better in that early florida game those that two game stretch where he fouled out so quick uh it's just, man, that is that is bad. It's, it's just crazy, man. We got we got production from the bench. Jalen came off and popped earlier. I don't think he missed a shot all night. Uh, he played really good. Um, I honestly thought we should have played him at the five. He has some pretty decent post moves. They didn't have a big big guy. He was the only guy that I felt like was was scoring was, could get us a bucket. Gosh, and um, his defense was really really good too. He moved so. Yeah. And I was getting ready, Charlie five. When, when Auburn was clawing back at the end of the first half, yeah, I, I was getting ready to push the whole tournament Jalen narrative because yeah. I, I think I think he went three for three for eight points. Like I don't think he missed a shot before he had to leave against Jack State when he you know when he lost his teeth. Um, so I, I was getting ready to push a whole like all right tournament Jalen here we go. Um, and he then was- you Dylan Dylan played his his heart out in the first half too. Um, you know, him playing a bigger role on defense. It's just, I know the the effort was there, and the effort kept a minute within striking distance for so long. But at some point, and we've talked about this before, it's like you eventually got to make shots, and it just never happened. Couldn't make them. Couldn't make shots, and that but for something. I, you know, I see people say, I see people say we peaked early. Um, we peaked too early, and and I don't. I don't honestly, I don't think peaking is a thing. I don't, I don't think that's really a thing. I think it's, you are who you are. And yeah. we had a, we had a very backloaded SEC schedule. We had a very cakewalk-esque, the best draw of a schedule that you could possibly have to start the season. And when we started playing the tough road games, we played to who we are very consistently from, uh, from February on, or yeah, from February on yeah. after the Alabama game, we had the tough part of our schedule, and we played exactly how I thought – not how I thought. We played exactly the same every single game. We turned the ball over. We can't shoot threes outside of Jabari. Right. And if Jabari wasn't going off and Kessler wasn't going off, we were going to – we can we were going to lose the game. We were going to mm-hmm. lose. And we could – we played good defense, and that kept us in a lot of games. We played great defense. Tonight – we just lost. I, I, we would just seem like we would just lose guys. They, I, I can't even really explain the defensive effort for tonight. But I just think this is who this team is. This is who this team is. It's a team that, uh, when things are going good, it goes well. When shots aren't falling, nobody can make a shot. And you, but you still play good defense. And and maybe you can get yourself back in it. Maybe you can't. But. Uh, the last month to two months of this season, I feel like is who this team really was. If that, if and I, as hard as it is for me to say that, that's who I believe this team. This team was. We just didn't well, have. Go ahead. Well, and I, I thought you know down the stretch was more of okay. 
It's just, you know, being battle tested because, I mean, we talked about this before, you know, the, the, the SEC and the big 10 and the big 12 going into the tournament. We're like, okay, you know, if you're in one of these, you know, you're battle tested, you're used to all of it. Um, but now it's like, it's the ACC that's absolutely killing it in the tournament. And, you know, all these yeah. other conferences are falling apart. So props to the ACC and props to, you know, but I guess Miami, uh, Duke and, and North Carolina, all with big wins. Um, if you had around 32, so props if to you would have told me, if you would have told me Miami shot 23 of 15 from three, I would have told you we beat, we just beat them unmercifully. They, they beat us inside, which I didn't think there was anybody that could, could do that to us. I didn't think. Right. Anybody could score inside on Auburn, and they absolutely picked us apart. They, they, it was, I, I don't know why every single team didn't do this. They pulled, they just pulled Kessler out of the middle. Uh, we never went to a zone or anything like that. We just continued to play man. They pulled Kessler out of the middle, and right. then he would either get in a one on one situation with an athletic person and they on that Wong kid, and he would score every single time because Kessler is not a defender in space. Kessler is a rim protector, and we never changed. We never changed it. We did the same thing the entire time. They mismatched us. They they got us switched switched into the matchups that they wanted. They pulled Kessler away from the basket, and they scored in the paint at will, and we never changed. We never changed anything. Right. Yeah, I mean – I'm frustrated about defense. I'm very, very frustrated about defense. Well, I mean, I think to be fair, the defense, you know, on the defensive side of things, I think you did enough. I just think you, um, what, how many turnovers did we end up having? Not, not an inordinate amount, 13. I mean, that's a lot, but it's not like. Well, that's crazy when you look at, I think, I think Auburn had nine in the first half. So the fact that you only ended with 13 is actually pretty. But like missing layups, point blank range, that's just as good as a turnover. You know what I mean? Like that's just as bad as a turnover. And there were some um, shot attempts, and you could feel those possessions when, when you know, whoever it would be was taking it down the floor where it's like they're about to do something too quick. They're about to force something, and um, that was uh, – I mean, that was it. I mean, th- th- there was so much of this game where it's just like it's about to happen. It's about to happen, and and unfortunately it did. Mm-hmm. Seeing a lot of Miami people um, say, like, don't downplay the team you just beat. I don't think that makes any sense at all. Like, you guys just beat a really, really good team. So like th- that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, but congratulations, yeah. seriously. I mean, you guys are. I think you got a great matchup with Iowa State next. I really, really do. Um, so I mean, I, I think you guys have a date with Kansas for a chance to go to the Final Four, which is gonna be crazy. Good for you yeah. guys. Good for you guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm being told 11 of 24 on layups, and that honestly, Charlie Five seems a little high to me. But I, I said this. I mean, Auburn was missing a ton of layups even when we were playing well. Yeah. I would bring it up when we were doing after the game for ESPN 106.7 where it's like, cool, Auburn scored 80, beat the opponent by 20, but it's still like they would go 9 of 25 you know, on layups. I, I said that even when Auburn was playing well. And it just got really emphasized tonight. Holy cow. Yeah, you just can't shoot. You can't shoot under – you can't shoot under forty percent from two from two and, and expect to win many games, especially in the tournament. And I just it was just a pathetic offensive effort. I mean, I don't even know what it, there's no. And I think even Bruce would tell you it was an absolutely pathetic offensive effort. And I and uh, it, 
Auburn basketball, Auburn basketball, when it is not going well, is hard to watch offensively. It really is. When it doesn't go well, when it goes great, it's fun. We're dunking. We're we're jacking threes. We're throwing alley oops. It's fun. But when a team can, it seems like when a team can really muddy the water and make us have to get into uh, half court sets and 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 be able to run plays and hit shots. Boy, it can go bad, and it and it can go bad in a hurt. And that was epically bad. You were talking about uh, the defense. I mean, Miami's averages like 66, 67 points a game, and they scored all. They scored eighty points. I know a lot of it was for, you know free throws at the end and whatnot, but transition like, was ridiculous too. I mean, transition was so, like twenty four to nothing. Quick, yeah, yeah sure. they scored like they beat us on transition like twenty four to nothing. Like it's just that was the worst. All around team effort, all around both sides of the ball. That was just a terrible, terrible game. Is is about as bad as you could get. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all the talk going into it, right, was guard play. What about guard play? Guard play. An offensive guard play was not great. Offensive play for anybody other than Jalen Williams. I, I'm just not super fired up about tonight. Um, and Jalen Williams' stat line may have ended. No, five of eight for twelve points. Yeah, Jalen Williams was 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 solid. Um. I actually thought Katie Johnson was better than four of 10, but I'm fine with 12 points on 10. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with that. Uh, it, it's just, it, it didn't work out. It didn't work out. I mean, the, the bottom line with all of this is you, the guys that got you there. And I'm not saying it's Jabari and Kessler's fault, but you're all Americans. Had terrible they, games. They just the had worst a games of their career. They just had worst a really games bad games. Yep. I mean, I mean, Jabari going three of 16 is just unheard of. One of eight from three. Uh, and then three of six from the free throw line. Like, that goes understated. Like, he's like an 80% free throw shooter. And he he missed the front end of a, of a and one, I believe, to begin the game. And uh, – or the back uh, – missed the and one opportunity. And then he missed uh, – he had a um, – he had three threes where I feel like if you make – we're down ten, he got fouled on a three. You make all three and – I think he made he made two of them, but just I mean, it, top to bottom, it was it was it's hard to find a bright spot. I guess Jalen Williams would probably be the only bright spot. He was the most efficient player by far. And but, I, I um, think Dylan had a decent game too. Once again, perspective with like what these the, what these players' roles need to be, I, I think is important here. Uh, yeah. A few of you guys asking, can you ask questions? Yes, but I'm not going to answer questions like what is Bruce Pearl's buyout. But if you want to ask an actual question. Um, you absolutely can. Real quick, this uh, this live show is brought to you by our friends at Stat Hero. Uh, for Auburn fans watching, if if you are still interested in the tournament, and you want to kind of find a way to have some rooting interest. Stat Hero is the best way to do that. Their NCAA single game pickums pit the star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Stat Hero is the easiest and fastest way to get your sports action fixed. So. Go to stathero.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on for a 100% match. Check that out one more time at stathero.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on. Today's show also brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that looks and tastes like a candy bar. It is absolutely delicious. A few people were tweeting at me earlier today that they ordered the Built Puffs. That's where these like Protein infused marshmallows. They're delicious. Be sure to check them out. Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off. That is promo code LOCK15 for 15% off. That is at Built.com. All right. 
where should we head next, Charlie Five? Um, people asking about who leaves. And I think that's an important question moving yeah. forward. Who leaves? Jabari Smith is done as an Auburn Tiger. Yeah. Um, specific to Connor's question here, who leaves and who stays? Kessler to the draft. Um, I think Kessler is gone. I think Kessler sure. goes, goes pro. And I think anything after that, Preston Cook is graduating. He is running out of eligibility. But outside of that, if somebody's leaving, it is due to transfer portal. Zepp is the only other guy that could, in theory, be out of eligibility. But he has announced earlier this season that he will be returning and using his COVID year. So Zepp is back. Yeah. Um. So unless people transfer, I mean, that's that's the big question. Yes. Yeah. And and I I think we'll I think we'll we we will have some attrition. Uh, and I think that Bruce is going to do all he can do to bring in some legitimate three-point, like established three-point shooters uh, via the portal. So whatever has to happen for that to happen, um, I, that's that's where you'll see people leave, and then we'll we'll add uh, add to that. Uh, and then you obviously got to get a big man. Uh, I still think we sit pretty well for the Troy kid, and um, you know. Maybe we're going to give a run at the Julian Phillips, who's all the other five star. is Johan Triori. He was a five star, committed to LSU, didn't actually sign, and since they fired Will Wade, everybody's uh, decommitting from from LSU. He hasn't he hasn't publicly decommitted, but he hasn't signed either. So um, Julian Phillips, Julian Phillips has decommitted. um, So you know maybe you make a run at those guys. Uh, but there's there's going to be a ton of options. Um, but you can't go. I said it last year, and you know, I, I, I we may have talked about it, or maybe we didn't. But I felt like we we I felt like this team did not have did not have a shooter. I felt like this team didn't have uh, that guy other than I mean, I, we didn't know what Jabari could do at, at that point in time. We didn't know Jabari could be such a good three point shooter. But I just didn't feel like we had that three point you know, threat that, that Bruce sort of needs, you know, three, chuck a three and go play D type player. I just didn't feel like we had it. And, you know, I don't think we really have shot shots any different now than we had earlier in the season. It was just like, it's, you know, they were kind of falling to begin with. And then, then it was sort of reality. They kind of stopped, stopped falling. Uh, You've got to have shooters. You, in this deep, in this type of offense, we don't have a half court offense. That's not what Bruce runs. That's not what kind of that's not what Bruce does. He he is not going to be a half court call a play, run a uh, bunch of sets. That's just not what we do. We're we're just motion, uh high ball screen, try to get some action, dribble drive, kick out, hit threes. That's just what that's what kind of offense we run. And if we don't have shooters, if we don't have shooters, this is the kind this is what you're gonna see. You're gonna see streaky. Uh, up and down and no consistency. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what we saw. We got to have shooters. Yeah. It's, um, it, it's something that. Don't feed don't the know, troll man. guy. Don't feed the troll in the comments. Just don't. Yeah, feed just the troll. On. It's fine. Just move on. It's fine. Um, he's, he's just happy to be here. Just, yeah. No. And, and he's helping the not, Miami's channels. not really been that good in anything for, you know, 20, 20 plus years. So let him have his time. He, he, they beat us though. They beat us fair. And enjoy square. it. So, enjoy it. Um, you know, I, I think I think the the team got outplayed, and I think probably outcoached. Honestly, so I, I think uh, I think they deserve it. Sure, I think they deserve it. absolutely. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as like sustained and continued success, like I, I'm not concerned about that going away um, no, because you're, you're bringing back almost everything you, you need. You need some, some post players. That's, that's the biggest thing. Um, I, I think honestly, Charlie five, I think that is a bigger deal. They go in to get a shooter, but. Oh yeah. You're replacing a ton. You're, I mean, you got to replace Kessler. I mean, vast majority of your offense right there, Kessler and Jabari. Like, and who do you have? We had, we, we ran a set. We had an offensive set early in the game when Kessler came out and it was, it was Jalen, Dylan, uh, Zepp, uh, Wendell, and somebody else, uh, Devin, Cambridge. I'm like, there's, I mean, there's just not a lot of offensive firepower on the court right now. Like, what do we, how are we going to score the basketball in in those kind of sets? Like, we talked about our depth. Uh, we talked about our depth uh, so very much. Um, I, I mean, we had a bunch of bodies, but like when dudes came off the bench, like we, what, there just wasn't a whole lot there that could go score the basketball. You know what I mean? And uh, I just can't – got to have – Just we just got to have – this offense has to have shooters. you got to have dudes like Bryce Brown. you got to have those type players that can just get a bucket. You know what I mean? It can just splash one when we have to have it. Uh, and you got to have multiple. And uh, we just didn't have we – don't, we don't have that right now. So, Bryson Bridges says that's the issue – or that's the issue is we're bringing back everything. Mm. Auburn won the SEC. Do we, do we forget that? This, this season like, got a point. <laughs> He's got a point to me. No, you, we, you actually I, think that's true? No. Well, to an extent, yes. Um, okay. You gotta have, I'm just saying you gotta have, you gotta have shooters. I, I mean, we, we got, we got some guards that I, I think, I think Wendell could take a huge step forward. Uh, Zepp is Zepp's got to be more aggressive shooting the basketball. There was a yeah. there was a play in the game in a very crucial moment. He caught he got an offensive rebound and had a very clear look at a putback and he looked for the pass instead of going up, getting fouled, putting it in. He always tries. I just I know we look at it as trying to make the smart play, but like he's a really good shooter. He, is, he had yeah. he had a step back. He had a he had a step back eighteen foot eighteen footer pretty. tonight. Like when we had to have it, like he yep. can shoot the basketball. Like shoot it, man. Be a ball. Like be a little bit more selfish. And and instead of putting it up, he like tried to turn around and pass it. And whoever it was had left that area, and we turned it over. And it was a pretty crucial, uh, pretty crucial point in the game. Like you, everybody can get better. It's it's kind of like the the Auburn offensive line. Like everybody came back. I hate right. to compare it to that, but like everybody came back, everybody's coming back, but like, are you going to be better? Like, are you going to be better the following year? And a lot of them are young, um, but you still, I, I just still think you got to get at least two, two guys that can play comp their combo, small forward, two guards that are but six, five ish and can shoot threes. You got to think though, if you were a transfer that Bruce Pearl can go up to them and say, hey, I have figured out how to use transfers have an instant impact. Yeah. You just got to think that. I mean, four, I'm counting all three guards as starters here, but the three guards that, that transferred in, instant impact, and obviously Walker Kessler, you turned him into an All-American. So it, it, it seems like no matter what position you're looking for, and Auburn desperately needs a three. Like if you were a large wing, like you say, I, I mean. Please come. 
please like, come. What, what else, what other kind of situation do you want? I can't imagine a better situation than Auburn going into next year. And so, maybe, maybe, I mean, I, I know people are going to scoff at this, but like maybe Allen ha- being banged up all year, maybe that changes next year. Like I, the downhill drive, get fouled, make buckets, tough buckets. We did not, KD was that guy and KD's six foot and he plays like he's six five. If KD was six five, he would be the number one pick in the draft. He would Who be was that short post player we had that got a million rebounds? Before Deshaun Murray. Deshaun, Deshaun Murray. Murray. That's he was it. like a six, two and a half power forward. Yeah. But he played hard. It's like if, if yeah. it, he's so much like KD. Like if, if you were, if you were five inches taller, you'd be the number one pick in the draft. Like that only, but like even KD has his limits. Like he can, he can break his defender down and he can get to the basket. But like, at, at the end of the day, you're only as tall as you are. And, and, and like, sure. your, your stuff gets swatted. You get caught up in the wash. Got to have some longer bodies. Chris Westry is a great is going to be a great addition. So I saw somebody in the comments ask um, if Trey Donaldson can shoot threes. I would say Trey Donaldson is a better three-point shooter right now than, than Chris Westry. So, you know, he, he and Wendell, I think, have a lot of similarities in their game. Trey's just bigger. Trey's a bigger right. kid, uh, and uh, he could be he could be an instant impact. But he's going to be a freshman, right? He's going to be a true freshman. Um, so, uh, gotta find. I, mean, I just think you just got to find shooters. Cole Taylor asks. So, what I wanted to ask is, what do you think happened to Jabari, and what do you think he is going to do in pro ball, and do you think KD will stay? Um, well, KD KD has eligibility left and he's yeah. already used his free transfer so yeah and he's, and he's a starter I, I don't know why he would leave and then uh you know as far as jabari i think he had a bad night i don't know if he felt too much pressure i don't know if he just got cold but i mean he had one of his worst nights ever the I mean, worst three, night yeah three of 16 for 10 points and then defensively i mean he was out of position consistently which is unlike him so uh, I mean, I, I, I don't think it's anything deep. I, I don't think it's anything super analytical. And, you know, I don't mean to take anything away from Miami, but, like, I don't know if it's anything Miami really did either. I think they were physical, probably more physical than we thought they would be. Um, but I, I think Jabari, whether it was a pressure thing or whether it was just he got in his head or – When he know, got dunked on, when he got dunked on early. But it, it, it I mean, he was off before then too, though. But That it, was pretty early in the game. That was pretty early in the game. He yeah, got dunked on right. early, and it seemed like I, I don't know if it was like okay, I'm I got to prove something now, and I, I'm just I, he took some shots that I feel like he took some shots that I feel like were really forcing it, some very low, a lot more low percentage stuff than than I, I feel like he typically does, and uh, the around the rim stuff though was the most that was the damnedest thing I've ever seen. That was the, that was one possession where. Kessler had two looks at it, and Jabari had two looks at it, all right there under the goal, and they missed all three of them. Like, yeah. And then Kessler, it was like you know, in in golf we call it the yips, where uh, you just have like this mental issue going on, and, and especially when you're putting. Kessler had the yips tonight. He could not, he could not get the ball in, and and he had some unbelievable looks, and he couldn't do it. Yeah. And I don't know if that was just because of – I don't know what it was. 
I don't know. I, honestly, they play good defense. Like, I feel like they affected the guards more than they did Kessler and Jabari. Like, they had so many good looks inside. It wasn't – they weren't getting denied. Like, it wasn't like they were keeping them out of the lane. They were getting the ball in the lane, and they weren't getting blocked. They weren't getting fouled. They weren't getting anything. They were just missing. Like, just misses. It was like, it was just complete misses. Not, yeah. That's what I – I, hey, and Randall, I agree with you. I know you're trying to be a troll, but I agree with you. We were a little bit overrated. Overrated in what way? Should, should Auburn not have been a two seed? Should I don't Auburn think have not been ranked in the AP where they were? What, what, I, what do you mean? I don't that? think. I, I think that this is who we were. This is who we are. The last. I think that we were. We we benefited off of an uh, a a easy schedule. I think we were honestly easy early part of the schedule. And then we kind of just limped in, you know, to the regular season uh, as regular season champions, which is a great accomplishment in and of itself. Um, But yeah, I do think, I I don't think we were real. I mean, clearly, I don't know that we're a very strong two seed. I don't, but I don't think we're. But I mean, the resume, it's like, okay, Auburn. The resume was there. The resume was there. We deserved it. I just don't think we played. I don't think we were a two seed. I just don't think we were a a traditional two seed. But I was having a, a conversation with, uh, my father-in-law, and he was just like, man, anybody in this tournament just seems like they can beat anybody. It does seem like there was a lot more parity this year uh, than, than there has been in the past. So uh, maybe we were – maybe we play where we were – maybe where we were where we were supposed to be, but based on uh, this year compared to previous years, I just don't feel like we're a super strong two seed. I kind of feel like we benefited off of the early body of work uh, versus obviously where we were playing the last two months of the season. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you win what we thought going into the tournament was the best conference in college basketball, if you won the regular season outright, like I think you deserve a pretty good seed, but definitely backed into it. Um, I'll, I'll give you that for sure. Also the schedule got harder towards the end of the year. So I don't even know how I still yeah. don't see how fair that is, but, um, William asks, would USC had been a better matchup? And we went into this, or no, I was solo on post-game Friday. I, 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 I didn't think so because of the half-court situation. Normally, when you play a team that likes to run, and when you Auburn likes to run with them and typically can outdo it, um, USC, I think would have tried to slow the game down more. And just traditionally, we have not seen Auburn perform as well in those settings. Yeah. So that was my point of thought. But now I think the fact that, you know, you got blown out by Miami, it's like, maybe, <laughs> I, mean, I don't uh, think it, I honestly, I don't know that it really would have mattered. Uh, but I think we probably would have lost to both of them. Um, but USC, I would have, I would have never, never thought that this team could score in the paint like they did against against us and or you say I say against the in the paint two point two points beating beating us to death from two from two points I would have never thought that would have happened and USC is the tallest basketball team in the country they're the longest basketball team in the country so if this little guard team and maybe that's why they could they were just fast and could get us in mismatches I USC, that was one of the worst matchups to me that I saw in the whole, like, possibilities of our whole run. Maybe maybe Wisconsin, but even, I don't even really think Wisconsin is that good. I just Well, I was there with you, though. I, I kept, in all of my reasonable brackets, every time I went through it, I was like, okay, I, I just had a hard time seeing Auburn get past Wisconsin. 
And then when Iowa State beat Wisconsin before Auburn took the floor, it was just like, oh, man, this is setting up so well. And then, you know, obviously, you didn't get there. You didn't get yeah. there. That is a uh, that is a squeaky chair you're on. Sorry. No, it's cool. I like it. <laughs> I was I like trying to take it. my shoes off. <laughs> Smooth. Smooth. Yeah. Somebody um, said, Dwayne Phillips, he said uh, the Texas A&M game was a sign of things to come. I think it was way earlier than that, Dwayne, if I'm be completely honest. I'm with you. I'm with you. It did It did look bad, but I, I think it was earlier than that. And I'd been saying it. I'd been saying it for uh, – if you listen to after the games on, uh, on, it, on Saturdays, even when we would win, that was what, that was what I talked about. It's like, man – the Missouri game seemed like the turning point to me. The Missouri, Missouri game, that was after we got the number one ranking. Yeah, That, to me, was the turning point. That's whenever, for whatever reason, our shooting just went to absolute you-know-what, mm-hmm. uh, especially from three. And I'm just like, man, if we don't find a three-point shot, we're going to be in a world of hurt. We're going to be in a world of hurt uh, when we get to some of these tougher games. And and it did. It did. We could, When you can't find it uh, – well, you can't, you're going you're gonna to get embarrassed. Right. Bryson asks, serious question. I'm glad it's a serious question, Bryson. Thank you. How much of this was coaching and how much of this was the players? Um, that's, that's, a, that's tough. That, but. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I mean, the coaches didn't shoot well. I mean, obviously, I mean, 21 of 69 is not good. 30.4% from the floor, 19% from three. Like they got open looks. So it's hard for me to like say it was, you know, all the coaches. I'm um, frustrated with coaching on the defensive side. I'm fine we, with that. We didn't I mean, change. We didn't change any of this is both. Like it, yeah, it falls on the both. The answer is both. Absolutely. Yeah. But we didn't change offense. That is who we are on offense. I'm sorry. Like that is who we are. Shots sometimes fall, sometimes they don't. That's just who we are. That is the style you will always see as long as Bruce Pearl's here. And I'm okay with that because if he can get the right players, we can beat the eyes out of some people. But defense, we don't do what we did tonight on defense. That is not an Auburn basketball team under Bruce Pearl. We didn't change anything. They picked us apart. They got they switched, so they got the matchups they wanted, and they picked us apart. And they I'm think about this. They shot 20%. They went three of 15 from three, and they beat us by 20. They two-pointed us to death. That can't happen. That never happens. And yeah. nothing ever changed on defense. Nothing yeah, I mean, ever changed. I, we I didn't go to we had, I mean, I'm sure it's changed now, but like going into tonight, Auburn had one of the better adjusted uh defensive ratings, whatever Ken Palm likes to do, of like again in two-point defense. And so yes. I mean this. I mean, tonight was an outlier, I think, as far yeah. as how they lost. Now, had Auburn been playing well or whatever, like that's fine. You know, if you want to say they haven't been playing well, that, that's totally fine. But how Auburn lost by the, one, the amount, and two, like you said, being two-pointed to death. I mean, that's like the Chinese water torture. I mean, it's just yeah. like slow and painful. It's just like, oh, my goodness gracious. Then they had that dagger with like 12 minutes left. And it's like, I don't know if it could be a dagger with 12 minutes left to Jim Nance, but man, it certainly felt like it. It really, really felt like it. Yeah, it absolutely did. Cole, he says, uh, do you think we didn't really play good tonight or do you think we just weren't in the right shape or we had a lot of pressure on us or Walker Kessler just didn't have a good night? 
Uh, I guess which one of those are, are you asking? Do we not play good? Do we just have too much pressure? Or was it just a Walker Kessler thing? <clears throat> Heck, it may have been a combination of all of them. I don't know if yeah, one maybe. was more I don't know if one was more than the other one. Um uh I I don't I'm, it seemed like it was a little bit a little bit of it all, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a few comments about Tevin Brown. I touched on Tevin Brown, Charlie Five at the end of uh Friday's postgame show. I think Aubrey, I think there's a real chance he plays for Auburn next year. What are your thoughts on that? I'm with you. I, he's definitely on the list. He's definitely on the list of guys that um, he's 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 played four years, but he has a COVID year. He's not a super high prospect uh, NBA right now because of the the conference he plays in, the exposure that he gets. Um, he's from Fairhope. He would be a good fit. He's six five. Uh, he shoots. He's a good shooter. Uh, he would not be asked to do as much as he has to do at Kent State. He could pretty much just be a shooter, just be a shooter and, and maybe drive and, and get some fouls and play defense. And he's long enough to play. Uh, he's long enough to be a very good defender. Um, he's definitely on several – I mean, every list I've seen uh, of possible that type of guy, he's mm -hmm. on it. He's on yep. it. And he's played against – he played against Auburn this year. Uh, I think he had probably one of his better games of the year against us. Um, He's good. Yeah. Played yep. really well. Um, J Dog says we couldn't even make easy layups tonight. It was super hard to watch. Yeah. We talked about this earlier, J Dog, but like I, obviously that's a big deal. Obviously, um, you, you need to make layups. But, you know, we talked about this earlier in the show. Even when Auburn was playing well, they still had nights where they went like nine of 25 on layups. I mean, that was something that that was one of the first stats that and plus minus were the stats that I read to Charlie five every time we did after the game yeah. on ESPN one Oh six, seven. So I, I think, um, I don't think that was a tonight thing. I think that was a thing that's, that's happened, which plays into Charlie, your point of this is who we've been. I'll say this though. Kessler doesn't go Oh six. Like that just doesn't happen. That sure. was a, that, that is a little bit different. And, and Kessler's – I'm not going to – I'm not making excuses, but Kessler's not been himself for <laughs> for a little bit now because of his shoulder. So, th there has been – he is definitely reeling. His elbow was bashed up from Jalen's yeah. teeth. I'm sure that impacted – I mean, not necessarily the cut. But, but like, you know what? Like, Jalen got – Jalen had two brand-new teeth in, and he went like per, he went like 10 for 10 tonight. So, like, you know what? Let's play through it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder how much of it was – I mean, you're just not used to playing with like a wrap on your elbow. Like that's that's gotta that's gotta play something, right? Maybe I don't know. I'm just you trying. Know, but to... he's left-handed. He's left-handed, and that was on his right. That was right. He was on his right elbow. Uh, I don't know. Um, Bruce just said in his presser, "quote This was the first time all season that we got it handed to us, and um, hadn't been hit in the mouth like that all year. And sometimes, you know, you." I hate to do this. I really hate to do this, but you got to ask the question. If this kind of loss happened in February, you can grow from it. But it just seemed like all of these either close wins or close losses in overtime, we always said like, okay, you know, if, if Auburn can just, we lost Charlie five for a second. If Auburn can just, you know, learn from this, and get better from it, 
then you know they they can move forward. But it it just didn't really ever feel like they got better from a loss this year. That's important. In 2019, I'm sure some of you guys are thinking this. In 2019, Auburn got blown out, and then they rallied. Well, it was against Kentucky, right? Where Auburn got blown out in 2019, and then went on Final Four runs. And so, my bad. Um, no, it's okay. Your computer rebooted really quick. That's great. That's crazy. Just went on. Um, but yeah, I, it's just I, I just think you got to ask the question: If this would have happened a few weeks ago, um, could 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 Auburn have learned from it? And I think the answer to that is yes. But oh well. Hmm. Yeah, it's tough, man. It's tough. You got. I just think this is a big. Next couple of weeks are big for the. Um, I see somebody. I don't know if this is fresh or if this has been a while. Trey yeah. Alexander, that that you know, that's an that's one you got to think about. We lost um, mm -hmm. when Desi Seals committed, and then for whatever reason he didn't get in. We lost Trey Alexander. I I just don't think a. I think this team miss, is missing a three point shooter. I don't think they were missing a Trey Alexander who was not very good from three. He would just been another guard that can't shoot a three. You know what I mean? Or can't shoot threes consistently. Like this team needed a 30 this team needed a 38% three-point shooter uh to to like a, 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 along with Jabari and, and everybody else to help them get to the next level. Um I I'm just not uh and, and you know maybe Justin Powell maybe you know like that kind of guy I know he didn't play a whole lot at Tennessee this year, but you know, but if you don't get just if you don't if you have Justin Powell, you probably don't get KD, and you probably don't get uh, Zep and and those type guys as well. So everything kind of worked out the way it did. I just we I just think we missed we either missed or we miscast a few guys, and um, shots fell early, and then they didn't fall when we started playing a little bit tougher teams. Yeah, I think Auburn fans are going to wake up tomorrow. And there's going to be extra media coverage on Auburn football because there's a viewing period, a media, uh, a practice viewing period tomorrow for the media. And so you're going to see all this video. And I think people are going to be all in on football again. I think, I think this one's going to be okay. Yeah. Here's another thing. This is going to pour salt in the wound. Ready? Yeah. Their, Auburn will never have a draw like they had in this tournament. They will never have a path again. The path was so clean, especially with had. Wisconsin losing. You got to play. You got to play two double-digit, two double-digit uh, seeds in the Thunderous Thirty-Two in the Sweet Sixteen, or whatever we want to call the round of Thirty-Two. And, and, and the yeah, in the Sweet Sixteen, you would have been able to play one too. So I mean, they would have played three straight double-digit seeds, and then probably the worst one seed with Kansas. Yeah, easily the best, the best draw that you could ever have, and. Uh, Oh man, Justin Ferguson just put it out. Auburn averaged 0.836 points per possession and shot 30% from the field against the nation's number 323rd team in defensive effective field goal position uh, percentage. Ouch. Justin, just kick them while they're down, man. That hurt. That hurt. Yep. I mean, it was there. It was there for the taking. And uh, man, we just. Could, we didn't we didn't get it done we didn't get it done um cole's asked a few times and, and get your questions now we're, we don't have a we will only be going live for a few more minutes guys um who do you think had the most impact on the game tonight i think it's jalen williams 
yeah. as far as positive impact, negative impact, that's a different answer. Yeah. Uh, negative impact. I would say, yeah. Negative. You pick, take your pick between Jabari and Kessler. I mean, I would say Kessler was probably the biggest negative because he went completely over six, didn't make a bucket, uh, got two fouls early, missed, had to sit out um, 16 minutes of the first half and then uh, only had two rebounds. Right. Uh, two rebounds, 0 for 6, uh, only two blocks. Uh, he just that, – that he just had a game that he just has never had at Auburn. He's never had a game like that at Auburn. And uh, it was it was costly. It was very costly. Um, there's no question. There's no question about it. All right, any more questions? Slight recap on the commits. Slight recap on decommits and transfer portal transfer portal targets. You want to run through that real quick, the LSU folks specifically? Okay, so LSU's lost. Uh, so the whole Will Wade thing, everybody from their class is decommitted. Um, right. Uh, Auburn is definitely pursuing their their big guy, Johan Troy. He's like 6'10", 230, um, super athletic big guy and i think they're going to pursue julian phillips who's a power forward he's sort of like a jabari type player um maybe a little bit better ball handler than jabari but not nearly as good of a shooter as jabari and then i think we're probably going to lose at least two possibly three guys to the portal um and then look to add some shooters i think that's that's the key uh you got your guys are coming in you got so you have trey donaldson uh Chris Westry, who are not going to be neither one are going to be that 38% three point shooter. Uh, both of them have the ability to probably shoot over 30%, but Westry is going to be a, a finisher, uh, six, five, six, six finisher. And uh, Trey Donaldson is going to be another athletic, a little bit bigger point guard, six foot, six one, but real stocky. And we're going to look to add some shooters after that. Chance Westry, sorry. Um, I said Chris. Yeah. Yep. Real quick. So Bruce is still talking to the media. He just said, quote, I'm excited to build next year around Jalen. Obviously Jalen Williams is who he's talking about. What are your thoughts? Yeah. On, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I think that was a good recruiting pitch for Jalen um, to make sure he feels comfortable that he's waited and waited and waited and he's going to get his opportunity. Um, I wonder how you do that. I wonder how you build around Jalen because he seems like a post player in a um, small forward to uh, small power forward body. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. Very good post player. Like that's why I was just cra- I just couldn't believe we didn't put him in at five. Let him play five. Put Jabari at four, and then let Kessler post up that their small big guy, um, smaller you know big man. I mean they had a six ten big man, but he was not very athletic, and Jalen scored on him pretty much at will. Um, He's a post player. He does – he can hit threes. So – but what what does that look like? I, I don't know what that looks like running running the whole offense through him. Um, but I'm glad that he's coming back. He's, 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 he's a quiet guy. He is a hard worker, and he deserves his shot. He deserves a shot, and it looks like he's going to get it. Yep, I, I think so too. I almost wonder what he could do at a three. I, I really do. Um, I just don't know that he's a ball handler. I don't know if he's a good enough ball handler. You know what I mean? To, to but I do. Lo- I, I mean, I think he's a post-player from other guys in the three. But yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I just <laughs> Alan Flanagan I, starts there. So yeah, Alan. He he had a, he had a really bad year. 
really yeah, struggle. I hate it for him. I hope he figures it out. I hope it was just a mental thing and he's able to break and, through and it. Ma- he's got to. Yep. He's got to. If he wants to make it, if he wants to be the prospect that everybody said he was preseason, right? he's got to get healthy and he's got to absolutely go off, go off uh, yeah. next year. Because yep. he, he, this, was, this was not a good year for him. Nope, it was not. It was not. We will keep speculating about this over the next few episodes of Locked on Auburn, which if you're new here, please subscribe to the show on YouTube. We're also an audio channel as well just search locked on auburn wherever you get your podcast we're everywhere and we're daily and um we think we do a good job so yeah please click subscribe if you were new here and like the video and we appreciate all the feedback and comments there um tomorrow's show is already recorded i purposely was like okay we're gonna do a live show it'd be silly to do another show that's gonna drop like in just a few hours so tomorrow's all football if that tickles your fancy and you want to just kind of dive into Auburn content that's not about um, this. <laughs> give yeah. it a few days, and we'll probably give it a few days before we talk about transfer portal targets and, and stuff like that. So keep an eye out for that. Um, audio drops on podcasts 3 a.m. every morning Central Time and premieres on YouTube every morning at 7 a.m. Central Time. So be sure to check that out. Charlie Five, how can people find you, here? you, support you, all that good stuff? Just check me back on on the Tuesday show. Just check me back locked on Auburn on Tuesday. Okay. No, yep. I, don't, yep. I don't care about the rest right now. All right. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. All right, guys. We will talk to you soon. This has been Locked on Auburn. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 